This is Education First Language Teaching Podcast, our very first episode. I am Benjamin Delahaye, your host. I oversee academics at EF International Language Centers. In EF Language Teaching Podcast, you get to hear people in the language teaching field talk about their careers and give tips and advice for the classroom. In our first episode, we sit down with Jeff Lau, Director of Studies at EF Singapore. He talks about his passion, that led him down the path of language teaching. He also talks about tips he gives to his team to become outstanding teachers. If you would like to become a teacher for EF Education First, visit our website, ef.com slash careers. Again, that is ef.com slash careers. So I'm sitting here in the beautiful city of Singapore, really hot, warm, and um, moist city of Singapore. And um, I'm sitting here with Jeff Lowe. He's the Director of Studies of, of EF Singapore. Before I let him talk, let me tell you a little bit about, um, about the achievement of Jeff in Singapore. So for, for those of you who don't work at EF, we have an academic newsletter where uh, every week I highlight uh, good things that are happening in, in the academic world at EF, uh, or I would highlight a school and Singapore is often present on this newsletter. They've, they have extremely good student evaluation feedback, actually one of the highest at EF. Uh, they have good examples of uh, initiatives that they've rolled out in the schools. And so I'm really excited to talk to Jeff today uh, so we can uh, discover what are the secrets <laughs> behind the success <laughs> of EF Singapore. So hi, Jeff. Hello, Ben, and <laughs> hello to everyone listening. So you, you started at EF uh, directly, of, uh, directly as a director of studies. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into, uh, into teaching and, and TESOL academics? Well, it's kind of a long journey, I guess. Um, my bachelor was in uh, business and I was then doing things that are unrelated to teaching for a while. And then... Uh, for some reason, I decided to say, I, I realized that I like to share knowledge with um, uh, a group of people, I like to mentor them. And then eventually, slowly, I moved in, started to move into teaching and I got my TESOL. And in my process of teaching English to foreign students, I realized that um, I need more knowledge uh, because I found that uh, language teaching is, is an art and this art uh, require you to continue perfect the skills. Yeah. So then I, I continue to pursue my studies uh, and obtain a master's in education, uh, specifically in English language. Okay. Yeah. Where did you do this in Singapore? Yes, I did it in uh, Singapore, the uh, Nanyang Technological University. Okay. Yeah, at yeah. Uh, one of the top thing, top ten okay. university in the world. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hard work and yeah, basically because I want to find out how can I teach my students better. Yeah. yeah because English is a globalized language yeah. and uh, it is important that uh, everyone is equipped with the skills, yeah. you know, the language skills so that they can navigate this globalized world. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And then straight after your master, did you, did you join EF or? No, uh, then no. of course, while I, I did my master's sort of part-time, full-time kind of uh, situation, I was, yeah. I was teaching. Um, I've been like, teaching for the past seven years 
right? So uh, I started in 2010, and then I was teaching in different private schools and in English and uh, etc. And then I'm, and towards the end of maybe the last three or four years, I was doing some sort of managing work as well, yeah. uh, administrating, managing uh, courses, teachers, and uh, programs. Okay. Yeah. Then after I completed my masters, then I saw a job advertisement for EF. I thought, wow, everything fits to the T. Yeah. So let's just apply because uh, yeah, this is what I want to practice. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're very happy that you join us. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm very happy as well. Super. Yeah. Um, okay. So so that's that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now. What does a typical day or what does a typical week look for you as a director of studies at EF Singapore? Well, um, this role is very operational. Yeah. So um, a typical week would look like uh, you need to plan the student schedule yeah. and then uh, of course speak to students yeah. to, to when they arrive, speak to them and then help them solve whatever language problems that they encountered in the class yeah. and then of course uh, talk to your teachers plan for their schedule as well yeah. and if you talk about a particular day well it varies from uh, day to day yeah. so usually Monday when the student arrives that's where we are busy with the intake make sure they're settled in getting the books ready yeah. and then start planning for the following week schedule or the even week ahead and then contacting teachers and planning for the training uh, and the, the academic activities, a whole spectrum of things that could move around uh, ensuring students have a wonderful learning time in Singapore. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was actually, when I was writing this question, I thought you were going to answer, is there such a thing as a typical week at EF? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to really define what is a typical week, especially for, for the an operational uh, yeah. position. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I s also saw that you were yourself on the schedule teaching. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we have, we have uh, at EF a type of classes that we call the spins, the special interest classes where students can choose a specific topic. Yes. And you're, you're teaching one of the spins. Um, actually t teaching one of the marketing class, but it's under UFI. Ah, okay. What is UFI? Maybe you can explain. Uh, UFI is the University Foundation Program, yeah. uh, where we have for students who complete year 12 yeah. and before they go to university, so then they do this uh, one year program, nine months program to, to prepare them for university studies. Yeah. yeah. So I was teaching the marketing module. Okay. Yeah. So you're using your, your training in business. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm using my train because my business management degree has a focus in marketing. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like to keep in touch with the, with the students by, by giving yourself uh, some teaching hours? Oh yes, definitely. Um, I think only when you, you w only in if you have the classroom time, that's where you can feel the pulse. Uh, and and you can feel like if students are having a good time in school, if there are any issues. Sometimes yeah. sometimes they see, if not, they will only see you as someone in an office, yeah. someone of a title, which yeah. they might not be willing to come forward to you, uh, to 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 look for you in that sense. So if you spend time in the classroom, you 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 have you have this teachers and student rapport with them. That yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Now, when you when you hire 
new teachers. Yeah. Uh, what qualities do you look for in the candidates? Oh, very interesting. Uh, I look for teachers who uh, sort of exhibit some sort of EF culture, EF value. Ah, so <laughs> tell me about that. <laughs> tell me about those values. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm not trying to be politically <laughs> correct, but I think it's very important and uh, I do believe in our, our visions and our values. Uh, yeah. So, number one, I look for teachers who are very passionate yeah. Yeah, in, in, in teaching. Some, of that, some people got into teaching uh, for, for very good reasons. Some yeah. of them sort of fell in place, but then if they exhibit the kind of passion, the yeah. love for the language, and able to, to, to sort of help students improve, and the next the next quality I look at is would be quality. Yeah. Like how do they constantly improve in themselves to make sure that they deliver um, good lessons? Yeah, in and quality is not just in classroom but also in other ex um, other aspects because we do have some administrative work that we require the teachers to do as well. Yeah, like preparing lesson plans and scheme of work. Yeah. So so it's important that they. It's important that they they are able to to do it at a certain good quality, yeah. Yeah, quality uh, all the way. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, yeah. and of and, and sorry. And do you have them write lesson plans in the interview process? Is that part of your? Um, no, no, no. no, no okay, yeah. yeah. That that one we will do that in during the training. During the yeah. training. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I look passion, quality, and then um, they should be willing to go in an extra mile, because in teaching, in when you talk about education. A lot of time you cannot just define the just within the classroom time. Yeah. Sometimes you ha might have to be after classroom time, yeah. or maybe some other things that you do extra for your students. Like uh, you may think of uh, that's good activities outside class that might benefit the students, and and you should have you should be able to exhibit that kind of uh, desire, that kind of passion that that uh, or you would say nothing is impossible kind of value. Yeah, to 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 so that you help your students to achieve uh, the learning yeah. that they, they they need. Yeah, I really like what you said about uh, when you were talking about quality. You said somebody who's willing to constantly improve themselves. Yeah. that's that's one of the things that I personally look into when when I recruit new people or yeah. where when I'm trying to gauge somebody is how well do they take feedback. Yeah. Um, and and do they have really a willingness or a thirst to to seek feedback? You know, exactly. like seeking even negative things that you did so that you can improve. I I, I find this quality extremely important. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, during interview, of course, we we do come across some teachers that are very experienced yeah. and some um, newly graduate uh, uh, teachers. And then you do see that. There's some exhibits that experienced teacher may may show that, uh, or may bring to the interview that may not be the right uh, right values that you you, yeah. you want. Yeah. So I I do agree that receiving feedback uh, is a very important part of uh, self improvement. Yeah. yeah. And say okay, so let's say you you would recruit a, a teacher who's straight of out of her TESOL mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. uh, so usually a four-week course yeah. and then in the classroom. <laughs> yes. I mean, they had a bit of practical training, yeah. but usually it happens in a voluntary basis. And, mm. and now, you know, they're being placed in the classroom and they have to, uh, they have to, to deliver 
you know, great classes for, for students who have, uh, you know, paid for the course. Yes. So what would you tell a beginning teacher uh, to focus on or what kind of advice do you give to teachers who are doing their first teaching hours? Well, this is a very interesting question. And um, I think the, the, the first thing that I will get the teacher to focus on is uh, on the student rapport. Yeah. Know, building okay. the rapport. Uh, because number one, the fact that you are the teacher is placed in the classroom, uh, there is a that's already a, a power kind of inequality in the sense that the teacher is in an authority position, and so students do look forward to some sort of uh, knowledge that the teacher could facilitate. Yeah. So so in that sense, the teachers do have do have the knowledge and capacity to do so. But because it's a first lesson, they tend to be very anxious. They tend yeah. to be thinking of a lot of many things. Yeah. But once they establish the right rapport, yeah. then they can start getting students to do more things and build up the confidence that they have in this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So usually I'll get teachers to focus on the rapport. Yeah. And um, of course, slowly, they, as they gain the confidence and they feel that the, the, the energy in yeah. the classrooms are more positive and uh, uh, empowering, then yeah. yeah, things would flow in the right okay. way. Yeah. And what are some examples of practical things that uh, a teacher can do to, to create rapport with the students? Well, number one, of course, you, you need to as take away any form of barriers that could uh, eliminate or minimize any form of cultural barriers, for example, okay. that could prevent uh, students from being forthcoming or, or uh, that will affect the kind of communication. Yeah. For example, uh, in an EF classroom, it's very multinational, uh, yeah. yeah, multicultural. Mm. And then uh, teachers could share a little bit about themselves uh, and, and try to identify the similarities that students and teachers have in common. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then, end of the day, then students would know that, yes, end of the day, we are still the same same human being yeah despite the cultural difference and that's sort of that would be the first way yeah to establish the report second of course know the individual student by the name know the strengths and weaknesses know what they they are looking for and then try to address those things that um, basically know them individually as a person and not as a class yeah okay. not as someone here just to spend one week two weeks kind of but know them individually yeah yeah yep. okay that's a good strategy. <laughs> and and for somebody, let's say you hired somebody who was a bit more experienced, mm. maybe two to three years teaching, yeah. or or even the, the teachers that you have now that have been at EF, most of them actually longer than you. Yes, exactly. Because you've been you've been here for about a year. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so, what what um, what kind of general advice do you give to to experienced teachers? Um, it depends. Um, it really depends on the what are we trying to achieve yeah. in the classrooms or in the, in the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, in EF, the the I think that the the core of everything that we do is about student improving, living here, transform uh, in a way that uh, they have improved in the language. Yeah. Maybe uh, they have a better opinion of uh, opening up the world yeah. through whatever we're doing. So that's the core of things that we do here. Yeah. So therefore, the, the 
regardless whether the teacher is uh, experienced or, or inexperienced, the whole idea is that teacher need to need to make sure that student learn something. Yeah. Yeah. Learning and this learning of course could be very subjective, especially you talk about language. Uh, if you talk about grammar terms, some of them might know it, some of them might not. So then of course it comes back to knowing the strength of the students, the weakness of the students and where how can we make an impact individually. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's a big class, uh, maybe fifteen students, seventeen students, but how how and it's so it's important that Despite this big class, teachers is able to make a difference to individual students. Yeah, yeah make an impact today. It's yeah. almost like you're saying, don't let three years of experience get in the way of of um, of making an individual impact. In the sense that you know, so for example, a teacher who's been teaching for three years, they have great routines. Uh, they know they know how to orchestrate a class yeah. and and you know keep the attention of students for uh, the hour and 20 minutes. Uh, but it's almost, okay, so it's a scripted routine, whereas, and I, I'm kind of hearing that you're saying, well, you have this routine, but don't forget that you need to look individually and adapt exactly. to whatever they need and make, a, make an impact individually. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's easy for us to fall into routine. Yeah. yeah. And especially for experienced teacher, they know what could uh, what works in the class, what doesn't work in the class. Yeah. But end of the day, every student will be different. Yeah. Every batch that comes into the class will be different. The current uh, a B one class today will be different from a B one class last week, next week. They're all different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just need to be mindful that we have to make an impact to every individual student. Okay. Yeah. Managing teachers is uh, is of course okay. So uh, one part is make sure they do great classes and help them improve etc but it's also keeping a team dynamic yeah. and so as a as a team manager what do you do with your teachers for fun oh lots of things that we <laughs> do for fun i mean uh we go out for dinner together and then sometimes uh, we do activities together yeah what, uh, what type of activity well we went for paintball and cool. uh, yeah and then uh, some then we have our rooftop party. Nice. Yeah, and in Singapore, eating out is the best things that yeah. uh, everyone look for. I confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and of course, to it's, I mean for fun, but we also have fun in our daily course of work. And yeah, we we, we look at if there's problems, we try to solve it together. And yeah. Especially uh, when you talk about students uh, not improving or or for some reasons there's some issue with some students. Yeah. I have to, the rooftop yeah. at EF Singapore yeah. is amazing. <laughs> I don't know a lot of language schools that have a rooftop where you have a lounge, yeah. you know, lounge seats and uh, a barbecue and, and uh, it's wired for music yeah. um, on the sixth floor overlooking other buildings. Really cool. Yeah, we have a rooftop party every Friday. Wow. Yeah. Weekly rooftop party. Weekly rooftop party. <laughs> <laughs> For for students and teachers. For students, um, teachers are welcome to yeah. join in, and sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Mm. And if a you know if if a teacher is looking for an employer, and there are many employers in the in the ESL mm -hmm. world. Yeah, um, it's it's a very. I don't know if it's the right word, but I could say competitive. There's, there's, there's just a lot of language schools uh, mm -hmm. around the world. 
and there's a teacher that you absolutely love and they tell you, okay, but I'm hesitating between EF and another mm -hmm. language schools. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why would you tell them to try to convince them to choose us? Well, I would say that um, EF is a very different school. We, of course, everyone will say that they are different, right? Every right. school is <laughs> different. <laughs> but um, at least in Singapore, EF is a very different school, yeah. uh, different language school. Uh, we, we really, number one, the, the effect system that we have in, in, in curriculum is very strong. Uh, and, and that sort of set us on a different pathway uh, as compared to other schools that could be using one book uh, as a main course co uh, learning. Yeah. And then we have our spin classes that support students in different interests. And so teacher could be teaching some of the classes that they have interest in. Yeah. So then they could, if the teacher is good in drama, for example, they could lead some sort of drama interest class, for example. Yeah. Uh, or teachers good in writing, they could do that. And uh, which I think a lot of schools might not provide that. Okay. Yeah. Number two. So if they have a passion, they could turn this into an ESL class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then of course, number two is the environment, the value, the culture that we have in EF. Uh, we are very fun company and we make things work and we want uh, teachers and staff to, to, to have fun while yeah. working. Yeah. You know? So, um, and of course, w we are once again very focused in making sure that students improve while they while they are here. Okay. Yeah. So so if a teacher is really uh, passionate about language teaching, they should really consider EF. Okay. Yeah. So now. Uh, um, I also want to give uh, some practical advice, or not want to give, but ask you about some practical advice uh, to help teachers in their daily lives when they prepare lessons. Mm -hmm. And we discussed this and we decided, okay, so, um, we will give some advice on how to write aims for your, for your class. Um, so this is something that I've noticed that at EF Singapore that's really strong is that um, the aims that are displayed on, on the board in every class are, are, are very strong, uh, very compelling. So you must have done something <laughs> to achieve that. So what did you tell your teachers to, uh, to do or what kind of advice and tips did you give them for, to produce such great aims? Of course, oh, okay. Uh, thank you for <laughs> that <laughs> observation. <laughs> um, the thing about writing aims on the board, it goes back to how much um, does the teacher understand the class and the individual students. Yeah. And what do you plan for in your every lesson? And once you, once you understand what your class require or the individual students need, then you could look back in your you know lesson planning and say hey maybe uh i thought uh this week is about say present tense yeah this week is about present tense and most students understood present tense yeah. so so maybe we need to extend it further yeah. so then you need to look at the cefr the the common urban framework what yeah. are the can do statement that the level should have or the next level should have yeah and then make sure that every aims uh, is something that is achievable. Yeah. Yeah. And it all ties back to the need of the student. Yeah. Yeah. 
and 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 end of the day that what you're trying to achieve for a particular lesson and whether it helps to improve the students uh, uh, language skills okay yeah. so so first not just take the aim from the course book or whatever textbook that you're following yeah but go further if you think that that your class requires um, and and adapt it to your to the situation of your class exactly adaptation is uh, very important yeah and <coughs> knowing the class knowing knowing their needs are very important okay yeah. and then and so that's okay so so that's formulating something that they would need mm. and how what about ensuring that you have a high quality of a name so mm. uh, sometimes i've seen uh, not in your school. <laughs> <laughs> in competitors, obviously. Oh yes, I, I, I have seen. <laughs> I have seen on the board aims today, vocab. Yeah, yes. Is that a good aim or a bad aim? Oh, obviously, it's not a good aim. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> vocab is <laughs> it's just vocabulary. Exactly. What, what do you want to achieve in the class? Do you want them to? know how to use vocabulary in a specific context yeah. do you want them to revise what they have learned last week uh, what are you trying to achieve that end of the day what is the if you say vocabulary then what is the verb that you want to use in the aim like so it, it should always be an actionable verb right actionable verb. yeah that's like, the key yeah, yeah that's the key like can students are able to achieve or, or students are ab uh, able to differentiate yeah. uh, a bit identify okay. these are these are these are the verb that they should put in front of the aim okay. at the beginning of the aim yeah. identify differences uh, between adjective for example okay yeah. yeah so then then that becomes something that sort of detect the lessons in a way yeah yeah actionable verb yeah. that's the key yeah, that's the key yeah, super yeah okay so we've talked about about teachers and and teaching. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the students. Yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have in your mind an example of um, of a great academic success story? Wow, I I can think of three now. All right, so yeah. pick pick one, <laughs> or you can tell the three. <laughs> uh, we had there was the three students that arrived on. Um, in uh, last September, yeah. and they're still here. Yeah, uh, they're from different country, yeah. Asians and Europeans. Yeah, uh, should I say the country? No. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, one from France, and one from uh, Japan, and one from uh, China. Okay. Yeah. I remember when they first arrived. Uh, it was very difficult to communicate with them because they hardly speak English, yeah. and there's a lot of body language. Uh, we need to use a body language. So they were A1, A2, yeah, beginner. Yeah, beginner. Yeah. And, and so uh, we put in a lot of effort and give them extra classes and then, and then make sure that they use language. And today, they're still here. Some of them extended. And, and they, uh, there's no problem with them communicating in English. Yeah. yeah. So it's really remarkable. Yeah. And do they have plans to... Um, to continue living in Singapore, maybe uh, apply to uni, or or, um, or do they want to go back home? Yeah, one of them wants to apply for uni, but I, I think he's planning for some other thing as well. Okay. And the other one is still is still here because uh, uh, she she's she will be here until quite some time. Okay. And then uh, the the girl from France, uh, she. She extended. She actually want need. She actually cancel 
uh, another booking in another s another school okay. to stay in Singapore yeah. and keep keep working on yeah, English. It, yeah. Okay. So this yeah and and we and and we had an there was another success story. Um, sh he was here for three weeks, very low beginner. Yeah. And so we had to sort of arrange a different class for him mm -hmm. and. So he worked very hard, and towards the end, it was very heartening when he wrote a thank you letter in English. When in the beginning he couldn't really communicate at all. Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote a thank you letter to the teacher. It was like this was something that's very heartening. Yeah. And yeah, I could think of a few more, but yeah, these are some of that really. That that's what makes the job I interesting, right? Exactly. When you receive exactly. this kind of yes. love from the students. Exactly. Yeah. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Jeff, it's been it's been really a pleasure to hang out with you and discover a little bit about your life and, yeah. and listen to your words of wisdom. No, not at all. I mean, it's my my pleasure as well. And yeah. I, I wish you continued success with um, with the academics here at EF Singapore. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. That was Education First Language Teaching Podcast, episode number one. If you would like to become a teacher for Education First, visit the website ef.com slash careers. Again, that is ef.com slash careers. Theme music credit, Out of School by Jazzar. I am Benjamin Delahaye, your host. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more episodes.